Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Transformation Gold Podcast. This is your coach and your hostess, Nicole DeVincentis, a.k.a. Figachick911, talking to you today on the topic of energy. Not just energy in terms of what's fueling you, you know, how much energy do you have throughout the course of your day, you know, I don't have any energy or I feel like I'm having energy crashes. I'm talking more so about how you use it, how you curate it, and then how things in your external environment affect your internal environment and what that has to do with energy. So right now, um, we are, the time that we're doing this podcast, it's actually December right now. It's December in Chicagoland, and we've had a couple of days where we've had some sunshine, which is nice. But this is actually pretty atypical for us that usually once we hit November, the sun usually disappears for months on end and we don't see it regularly come back until sometimes like May. And it can be really long, it can be really arduous, and there are a lot of people And it used to be me too who say, gosh, I think that I have seasonal affective disorder and every time it gets to be this time of year, I notice that my moods totally take a nosedive. So there's going to be plenty of content in this for you, but then also for my individuals who are at different phases of your life, particularly people who are starting anew. You're in a brand new chapter of your life, especially when you're moving on from one that was particularly painful for you okay and this could have been you know breakup of relationship this could have been a death even this could be any sort of new chapter where you have either broken yourself off or (laughs) kind of like consequently gotten yourself broken off from you know, what was a a period or a season or a lifespan of yuckiness or toxicity or, you know, junk, and you are up and moving on. And what do we do? How does energy affect that? You know, how are we responsible for our own energy? There's a lot that gets into this topic. So if I can first, you know, intro and say, this is not meant to be like a uh, crunchy and, and groovy sort of a podcast. There's there's a lot of there's actually scientific fact that goes behind the study of energy and how it actually affects you. But I'm going to be bringing in some concepts from Eastern studies. I'm going to be talking a little bit about feng shui principles. We'll we'll bring in some cool stuff about design. We'll bring in some quantum physics. And I have no idea if this is just going to be one podcast or a series. We're just going to go with it. I woke up this morning. It was on my heart to start talking about energy. So here we go. All right. So we're just going to we're going to open up and we're going to start by beginning and and saying that everything is energy. Okay, and I don't know who was quoted with saying that. I think it may have been Tesla or Einstein. I'm not sure. But when you get down to it, let's get into like the actual science behind it. When you're, I know, throwback to like high school chemistry and bio, thinking about matter. Okay, like stuff, whether we're talking about people, we're talking about. Christmas trees, we're talking about desks, your car, your clothing, food, whatever. Everything is made of stuff, okay, like actual, like tangible, concrete stuff. And this even applies to like air and liquids, like water, but there's there's molecular and then atomic compounds to it. I know you weren't expecting this, but this is just a quick intro. I probably will just step through this quickly, okay? But this is this is going to help you in your understanding of it. When you start realizing that everything has what's called a vibrational frequency to it. And what I'd like you to picture in your head, if you remember, okay? And for some people, it may be a while longer than the rest of you. If you start thinking about... I'm going to just say it's the periodic table of elements, all right? So you've got, remember that big old table that was up on the wall in your science class and it had, you know, hydrogen, it had oxygen, it had magnesium, like all the abbreviations of the elements. And then as you got to studying it, you learned that the elements have 
three components to them, right? They've got the protons, the neutrons, and the electrons. And then every one of those has what's called an atomic charge. It's either positive or negative, blah, 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 blah. Okay? So that's where this is coming from. Well, those things put together are obviously what make matter, but everything has like an electrical charge to it. So if you could think about electricity and energy at that deep of a level is essentially like the atomic level right and you're thinking about electrons are you know those fast spinning things are like towards the outside you've got the proton and the neutron inside the nucleus and you've got the electron spinning around on the outside when you start realizing that everything that you can touch everything that you can feel the air you breathe the water you drink like everything has that in it now when i say everything is energy it brings a different meaning to it because now it's almost like you can see or envision the element of energy. Does that make sense? All right, so that's as far into that as we're gonna go. If you wanna have a deeper scientific conversation, you know, maybe we can, you know, schedule that for, you know, some other time, okay? <laughs> oh my gosh. So then if we move on and we say, all right, everything is energy. Now I want you to think about, um, if you think about the rainbow, but specifically in science, it's the spectrum. <clears throat> Excuse me. Okay, we call it, remember Roy G. Biv? It's the colors, right? So you've got red, orange, yellow, green, um, what, indigo? Did I miss the B? Blue, indigo, violet, right? Okay, so the spectrum is light right, that passes through a prism, and then it gives you the display of color. But if you remember studying about color in the spectrum, each of the colors has a different wavelength, if you would, like the blues and the purples, and they have, like, their wavelength is loose, right? So picture like a wave going up and down, like the waves are bigger and they're not as dramatic. Whereas when you get to the opposite end of the spectrum, like the reds, the energy and, and the, the frequency of, of the energy there, it's moving at such a high velocity and speed, like the waves are faster, they're, they're more close together. Okay, so picture that if you would, that's going to be like your visual, like there's different, we're going to call that frequencies of energy. So if you would just picture, you know, on, on the bottom, maybe that's where the red is and the, the energy is moving, you know, across in front of you from left to right. And you've got these tight, you know, quick little waves of energy moving. And then as you go up the color spectrum, you get up to the top, you have your violet. Then you have the energy spectrum, which is, you know, the undulations, they're, they're more gradual. They're a little bit slower. Okay? So if, if, if you're a visual learner, that's going to be your next visualization. Okay, so we start by saying everything is energy, and now we're going to say that everything vibrates at what we call a different frequency. Okay, makes sense? So now you can see in your mind the different frequencies of energy. All right, well, here's what you need to know, and we're going to tie this in to whether this is seasonal affective disorder, this is, you know, energy as it pertains to you're picking up and opening up a new chapter of your life or you're beginning a new book of your life, whatever. But everything, including your moods, vibrates at a different frequency. Okay? Energy, the flow of it, flows at different velocities. So if you were to have... Here's going to be another analogy. I'm giving you some introductions here. I know that you're wondering, like, what the hell is this lady talking about? I'm giving you some introductions, some visualizations, because for some, like, everybody learns at a different, like, a different way, and I like to be able to reach everybody who's listening. So if you have your analogy already, hold that in your brain. And if we haven't quite gotten to yours yet, just kind of like sit tight here and we're going to get everybody on the same page so that we can move forward and you'll be able to walk away with some really strong tips for yourself, okay? All right, so the next analogy is here is that, okay, everything is energy, everything vibrates at a different frequency. And now if you could picture the difference between, let's say, 
um, an open parking lot. Okay, and maybe in the parking lot, you know, depending on where you live, sometimes the parking lots out by us, they have different sort of like, um, like landscaping decor, if you would. So you've got like a bunch of different, like, you know, parallel parking lines. And then after a few rows, then maybe you've got like a strip of grass or like a walkway. And then you've got, you know, decorative grasses or trees or something like that. And that's how the parking lot is laid out. So you've got like open parking lot and then you have, you know, the landscape and then more open parking lot, etc., etc. Okay, now if you were to be the wind, we're talking about velocity of energy right now, where would be the easiest path for you to actually flow? Would it be through the open part of the parking lot or through the place where you have a lot of landscape, you know, and tall grasses and I don't know, maybe they put up, you know, out by us, they've got sometimes like ice sculptures or, or different things depending on the season. Where is the air going to have an easier time flowing? Through the open space or through the space where there's a lot of other stuff? Okay, and so the energy, obviously, it's a, it's a, it wasn't a trick question at all. It's going to be able to flow easier through open pathways. Okay, so now with those three concepts, those three analogies, let's take this and let's put this in the concept of life. So here, again, we're talking about whether this is seasonal affective disorder, you're up and moving on to a new chapter of your life, or maybe even you just need to kind of like freshen things up a little bit, or you're noticing like your moods are sagging a lot. The thing that I'm going to introduce to you, if you've never heard about this before, is you probably don't even realize it, but how much you're affected by the energies of your environment. Here's going to be the easiest example for you, that when you think about, let's think about the difference between hanging around people who are overtly negative and then people who are very, very positive. Who brings out the better side in you typically? Who do you feel lighter around? Okay, who, you know, kind of like gives you a new zest, zeal for life? Is it the people who are complaining all the time or is it the people who, you know, have purpose, have passion, right? I mean, there's a clear like night and day difference between the two. Okay, so what I'm going to say is your environment as it pertains to who you surround yourself with will either allow you to elevate or pull you down. And it has to do with energy, okay? Because negative is gonna go down. It drops down like wearing cement shoes, it pulls you down. And unfortunately, most of society is actually quite programmed to be negative. And everybody has junk Everybody has some sort of baggage or damage from the course of their life. And, you know, you get to a point where it's your responsibility to deal with that mess and, and move forward. All right. But not everybody thinks of it that way. Not everybody has any intention on, you know, facing that, dealing with it. Not even everybody recognizes it as being either unhealthy or unnatural or unserving. They're just caught up in it. And it's very easy to just, you know, allow yourself to hang into it and be around it or even if you're listening to things on TV, sometimes you don't realize what could be white noise in the background, whether you have the television on and you're listening to news and it's either, you know, a lot of very, very strong political debate one way or the other, or you're listening to news about shootings and bombings and, you know what I'm saying, like things that are honestly facts, right, things, current events that are going on, but when you expose yourself to them at large, it generally tends to be pulling you down in your moods, but more so in your energy, and you don't realize it. You just kind of like assimilate into that environment. Does that make sense? And what happens is that your energy all right, if you're picturing it energy vibration on the spectrum, or if you want to picture like the electrons like whipping around your energy field, whatever, they tend to match that of your environment. 
okay? That's usually when you start feeling like, okay, I fit in here, or you notice your habits or your behaviors or your personality or your opinions starting to mold into an environment. What's happening is you're actually starting to align your, what's called your vibrational frequency. And when it matches like that, then it's almost like having a key or having like a puzzle piece, like it fits together and it becomes like solidly a part of you. Does that make sense? And so when you're changing things, it's, you have to pull those pieces apart and that can be a really rough transition to do that, you know, aggressively, maybe not violently, but you're, you're making that break off and that can cause like inside of you, it can feel like you can feel really uncomfortable with those initial transitions. So here's, I'm going to give you some suggestions here on how you can actually take more command of your energy field and not allow your energy to be siphoned, to be drained, to be donated, and actually put you in the position of power where you're deciding where you're going to be allocating your energy or not. Okay, so this is how we actually step back into our power. Now we're making decisions from that place of power, but also from peace. Okay, because if you flip to the opposite side, if you have so much like excessive power, it can come out like blaringly angry and and you want to be operating in more of a flow or with ease, if you would, or peace. All right, it, it makes things a lot, you can still have a high level of intensity, 100%, okay? But you, you're gonna be the one who's gonna decide like where you want your energy to actually be flowing. But when you're getting ready to start anew, or when you're correcting, you know, or preventing any sort of like seasonal affective disorder, there's gonna be one element for you where your environment, the people who you hang around and also the information or the conversations that you're listening to have a tremendous effect on your mood, but also on your energy levels, okay? And so anything that's like low-level energy, it drains you, okay? And you know what? I think I gave the wrong example of the spectrum. If you would, take the example of the spectrum. Let's flip it. All right? Put the purple, put the violet, the indigo on the bottom, and then put the red on the top. Because then that will be lower energy down there. And then up top is going to be that higher vibrational frequency. That makes better sense. All right. Sorry about that. Okay. Now, here's the next thing. When it comes to energy flow with environment... All right, this is going to have a lot of different points of application. The one thing I will tell you is that when you have, let's say, like a seasonal affective disorder or you are moving into a new place, you, like a new living place or even a new working place, your physical environment has marked effects on your overall mood and your well-being, and a lot of it has to do with energy flow. So here we're going to talk a little bit about feng shui, and again, reference the example of what I gave you with that parking lot. Like, where is the energy easier to flow through, or where does it have an easier time? Through the open parts of the parking lot, or through the parts where there's a lot of, you know, landscape and stuff in the way? All right, so we said like energy totally has a more open pathway when it's in the open, the open parking lot. So when you're starting anew, one of the biggest things that you can do, or if you're noticing like, gosh, my mood start to tank, like when it gets to be the winter time, is what we call like an energetic clearing, if you would. And so take a quick scan around your physical environment. And this is at work. This is at home. This is even in your car. Like the places where you frequent, start paying attention with your eye as to whether or not there is a lot of disorganization or like clutter or places where it looks like energy can't flow. Does that make sense? 
And if it seems like, if you think about like the path of air, like flowing through a space, like if it seems like it would be like have a hard time moving in there. I'm just going to tell you. And again, you go read about this. Like, I think it's like Feng Shui, like design principles or something like that, that it will tell you about how the energy will get stuck, excuse me, in places where it can't flow. Now, conversely, if the space is too open, then the energy is like whipping through there like too fast. So in Feng Shui, it talks about having a balance between the yin and the yang. And so you can go read about that and and it talks about different design principles. What I'm saying here is that what you want to be doing when you're starting anew or when you're looking to elevate, is it really, you want to be a very, very tight um, master of your your environment. And anything that is disorganized, anything that has a downward um, direction to it, this includes your plants. If you have um, like hanging plants where the leaves are pointing downwards towards the floor, or you have things that are hanging in numerous places, um, not like pictures, but I mean things that are like, like hanging downwards. That's the flow of the energy. The energy is going downwards. And so that tends to, believe it or not, it affects your actual mood, as does stuff which is on the floor. In feng shui, one of the biggest things, like feng shui design, is that you're not supposed to have like things, aside from your furniture, on the floor because it, it has that downward pull towards it. So that's what I'm going to tell you, like when you're making these little shifts or sometimes these are gradual shifts is start taking that proactive action. And what you're going to notice, you will start to have a light feeling inside. And and that's directly, it's exemplary of what's happening, how you're actually changing the energetic flow throughout the room and your space, your physical space. Does that make sense? And I know that it sounds like weird and it sounds like, does that actually really work? I'm 100, I'm telling you 100%. Once I started putting Feng Shui design principles into, uh, into my home and I never told anybody that I was doing it, it was incredible to me how many people walked in and said, oh my God feels so good in here and it wasn't like I ever had anything that was like over the top fancy I mean like remember like I was you know single woman you know putting together like the facets of my life so it wasn't like I have ever quote unquote arrived yet it was the placement of things and it allowed the energy to flow freely and it had a lighter feel to the environment and it was still warm. It was very balanced. It was a sanctuary and you could come in and recharge and, you know, go about, but you didn't have like that downward pulling feeling. Does that make sense? And so when I work with an individual who is sharing with me like, man, it's, it's wintertime, this is bad. Or when I'm working with an individual who is starting a new or beginning a new chapter, I completely have the conversation of environmental space, 100%, because I know from personal experience, but everybody that I've coached, everybody that I've worked with, this is one of the corrections that we've done. And is as small as it is, like small changes make a huge difference. And when you are starting that brand new path, you want to set yourself up for success right? You want to be sure that you're operating in a light space and that you're not trying to like combat the energy in either your home or if you have a desk at work or your car. Do you see what I'm saying? Like you need to have some sort of a grounding place where you can recharge, you can, you know, unplug, you can have great energy to rejuvenate yourself because, you know, the world can be pretty hard sometimes. Okay. (laughs) So I totally get it. So there's a few, few uh, recommendations for you. Now, here's one other thing that's going to help you immensely. And 
funny thing is that I work part-time right now at Crate and Barrel and what's so interesting to me is getting to to be in people's lives for actually happier moments like what's so interesting about this aspect is up to this point you know coming from a medical background nine times out of ten I was in people's lives at the worst possible moment like it's always been about moments like like major life-changing moments which were usually negative except for like the one time where we had a healthy baby that was born in our emergency room because you know that was it but barring that like it was always it was always the worst possible moment. And please, I, I fully respect and I, I consider it to have been a privilege to be in those people's lives during those moments. But I have to be honest with you, for me, I, okay, I left that, but looking back now, boy, oh boy, man, you can just like reach your maximum saturation of drama and sadness and you know, I know that I have a very healing energy, but I personally, like, I had freaking had it. Like, I can clearly say that with clear conscience. Like, enough is a freaking enough to be always in that all the time. Like, it follows you wherever you go. And from this point forward, like, I decided I wanted to be around life, and I wanted to be around happiness, and so working at Crate and Barrel, it's actually, like, part of, like, the mission and the vision statement, like, we're in people's lives during the happy times, for the most part, and even, it's, it goes beyond just, like, family parties, but I can't tell you how many people, both men and women, I get to meet who are starting anew, and sometimes it's a married couple who's coming in or a, an engaged couple rather who's coming in as a newly engaged like they're there to do their registry and so they're beginning anew and you know they have like their mismatched pots and pans sets they've got you know cups and plates from college and you know half of them are broken and chipped and so they're starting like this whole new thing and so to be you know one of those facilitators to allow their minds to transfer from you know hodgepodge to let's have you know this beautiful new stuff what you're doing is you're introducing new energy into this new chapter of life do you see what I'm saying and then also is individuals who are coming out of divorces but also I have met a lot of widows who for the first time in a lot of years, like they went through their grieving process and now they're finally ready to move on and do something and they're decorating their homes or they're buying some new things because they're starting fresh. And that's another thing that I totally recommend is that when you're starting that new avenue of your life is to be very cognizant of the energy that you're bringing with you. Whether that's your silverware, whether that's your plates, whether that's your cups, like things that you're using every day, even your mattress has harbored energy in there. If you shared a mattress with somebody else before, okay, you're bringing that into the next phase of your life. If, okay, what will help you is to start fresh with fresh neutral energy otherwise I want to be careful how I say this I guess you could say like the energy it has it has other person's energy in there so that would be like a contaminated energy field okay even if the person wasn't negative it doesn't matter their energy is now in your energetic space so when you're going forward it's that importance of being clear about the path where you want to go that if you are truly starting anew you are bringing forth a different version of yourself that we haven't seen before or you're you know grooming what could be like your personal professional brand even so this has application to both your personal and your professional life it's those little things that begin in your home space 
or even if you consider like your work environment if you have an office or your car like those are your those are your spaces like how important it is for you to curate those environments and then also be very attentive to the things which are in that space and whether or not they should be brought with you to the new place does that make sense and you will find like a lot of times that when you start new it it puts you at a different place because the energetic frequency is different you're not bringing any other energy with like the things that are actually neutral all right so nobody else like there's no memories there like it's a way of starting new and starting fresh and I'll tell you like when it comes to like sentimental things there's ways for you to hold on to you know memorabilia or you have to come up with a way that's going to serve you well but what I'm saying is that if you're finding yourself like your moods are continually like in your home environment or you're noticing like you can't seem to get a lift off if you would some of the very simple places that you can look are your physical space whether it's your home whether it's your car whether it's your office space but the deceptive thing is that and then obviously the people or the information that you're surrounding yourself with one of the deceptive things is that when you are in a downtrodden environment okay think about if any of you have teenagers and you know how if you have boys they become what we call nose blind because I mean I mean like boys smell right all their stuff smells like their rooms smell after they sleep like they, they just I'm not sure what happens there but I mean they like they honest to God smell but they can't smell themselves and they can't smell how bad their room smells they become nose blind like they're just around it all the time does that make sense? And the same thing can happen in your physical space where if you're used to seeing things that are always dirty, I'm going to give you an example. So I was a school nurse for a while and I was in an environment in a neighborhood that was pretty like, it, it was pretty like downtrodden. And even though I was making a, a good amount of money in that space, I looked out, I remember this one day I was working at a junior high, I looked out and I was looking at the houses in the neighborhood and how they weren't cared for and I was looking around our office and our office was freaking the nurse's office. It was like filthy. I mean, there was just like stuff everywhere. There was stuff all like boxes and, and piles of papers, like, you know, all along, you know, on the floor, in between the desks, like it, it was just like what in the hell is going on here <clears throat> and like you walk out of there and for me like I remember having that moment like this is normal for everybody like nobody even notices it like that's their normal for me as somebody who was looking to like get a lift off if you would and start anew even though I was making a higher amount of money than I was beforehand when I was 100% you know I was doing like my bakery business and things like that it didn't matter my internal was not feeling any more elevated because I was still around that physical space where everything was down do you know what I'm saying and and the kids you know they come from rough neighborhoods but they're like they're just kids and you like love on these kids and they come in and, and all that stuff but what I'm saying is that when you're looking to lift or if you're noticing that you're completely like feeling pulled down all the while you have to be able to step back and take a very hard look at your environment but even as an adult, you can become blind to it. And here's another reason why. Not only because you see it all the time, 
but the way that we are on our electronics, it actually changes like how your brain processes information. And when you are heavily on electronics, like it causes your like your fight or flight to, you know, engage and you're only able to see that where you lose your peripheral vision. And so it takes a while for your brain once you come off an electronic device, like it takes a while for your brain to kind of like recalibrate itself and for you to actually be able to see the stuff that is cluttering your space. And I saw this um, for the first time, like I saw it objectively one time I was staying um, over at my brother's house. He was out of town and I was staying with my younger nephew and his, (laughs) his bathroom was like, oh my God, like, I can't believe, like, who would ever, you, you couldn't even get clean in there, like, there was just, there was shit everywhere, I mean, there was, honest to God, there was probably, like, 15 water bottles, like, halfway empty, some of them with the lids off, some of them were, like, squeezed, you know, how you, like, crunch them, they're laying down, they were in one of the sinks, like, there was towels everywhere, I, I, I don't even know if there was soap in there, I walked in, and I was like, what? is this and so I asked him to go in there and clean it and he's like a really compliant kid so he goes in there he comes out you know how they do like three minutes later and I'm thinking all right where did he put everything I walk in there and like nothing was different so I asked him what was up he's like oh well I you know I I cleaned this and so I couldn't tell if he was just like messing with me or did he honest to god like do we like how wait how you're like that's my answer like something isn't right here and so I just stood with him in the bathroom and I just waited a couple minutes and then it was like you know how in cartoons or on tv people have like that wake up moment like they shake their head and they're like and you hear the noise like and then they like realize something he had that moment and it was it was like all of a sudden his brain switched and his head went like what and then he saw it like he saw everything he was like oh oh and he started like I mean the water bottles were lit like they were all over the bath it was a double sink bathroom they were all over the bathroom sink and he was just like pulling and then he suddenly saw everything and then he saw like the the toothpaste was you know smeared all over the counter he didn't honestly see it before but it it was because he walks around with his phone and he's like on youtube and you know he's he's gamer and and all these stuff like he honestly needed time off of the screen to allow his brain to reassimilate (laughs) into like you know normal normal human behavior and then he was able to see it and it's the same exact thing with you so when you're finding like man my moods are tanking in the winter time or when I'm in my house man just like I I like I'm so low energy like and it's not because you're just recharging just like nothing gets done like ever ever like you you kind of sort of maybe think about you know starting a project or if you do you start a project like nothing gets completed you always want to be looking at the energy of your space that you know maybe oftentimes I think people are busy now and you start projects and they don't always end up becoming completed you know there's other things that you're tending to but if this is becoming like you have to be able to triage your energy and when you walk out of there and just be like oh wow, you know, five minutes driving in my car, suddenly I feel like I can breathe and I feel a lot lighter. Go back and attack the source, you know, and the same thing with your work environment, with your desk. You know, do you have papers, you know, piled all over? If you open up your drawers, like, is there just like shit every single place? It doesn't matter whether or not you know where to find your things. That is, you know... I'm not asking you, like, do you know where your stack of post-it notes is or your scissors? That's not the question. That's not the issue here. What it has to do is with your energetic vibration and how that physical space actually affects your internal space. 
And so that has application for your day-to-day energy or your moods, but even more so when you're looking at beginning anew or when you're doing something like culture change, even within your organization, and you're looking to level, you know, raise the bar on things that when you begin investing in your physical space, how that actually causes an elevation. And that's one way that you can start that culture change, the mood change, the conversation change. And yes, it is all about change, but you want to continually raise that rather than continually allow it to drop. It's much like if you picture like a lakefront and if, you know, like around here, we've got Lake Michigan. Lake Michigan is like a very treacherous lake. And when you're sitting lakeside, you know, we've got lots of winds in the city of Chicago and like those waves, like they come up lakeshore and they are like big, like they splash up in the wintertime. They get the trees all wet. They cause the trees to look like something out of Dr. Zhivago. They become all icy and it's very pretty. But if there was not care to the lakeshore itself, you know, putting like giant boulders down, there would be massive erosion of the lake shore. And then obviously like all of the structures, all of the buildings and and everything that, you know, makes the lake shore itself so incredibly beautiful would be totally eroded because of that lack of care for erosion and the pulling down that happens just because of 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 nature and because of life and it's the same thing with your life that you've got to put yourself in that position where you're clear on you know how your energy goes when you leave the house you know a lot of people get charged by being around people but there's also a lot of people who become depleted when you're around people. And I believe that that's the difference between introvert and extrovert. I don't think that one is, you know, more or less shy. I firmly believe that it has to do with how your energy is either consumed or, or generated. Okay. So that's how I believe that, you know, the, the extroverts are, they get charged by being around people and introversion. You start out with so much energy and it becomes depleted throughout the course of your day. It's up to you to figure out what do you need to do to recharge your energy bank. Okay. And definitely having a home space or having a car or even your desk is is going to be if that's a recharge place for you that you want to be very attentive to the energetic vibration of that space is energy flowing is it getting stuck you know is there stuff in my physical environment which is pulling down and draining down do you see what I'm saying or am I even carrying some some downtrodden energy from the past chapter of my life or from the past you know book of my life that's in the house I'm not even really aware of it but once I do what's called an energetic clearing and I don't know if that's I I just made that up I don't know if it's even such a thing where when you get rid of that stuff or um, you know there's you can use different essential oils to kind of like either neutralize or purify your air like there's a lot of different cool things that you can do to give you that energy balance so that you can still have some sort of a space that feels cozy it feels warm it feels loving but it's also it also allows for a nice shift and movement of the energy in there so that it doesn't become stagnant and it doesn't pull you or your guests down because they also become affected by it as well how's that? I know. (laughs) Now this also applies to food. All right. So we're just going to like talk about energy and a bunch of different facets here. The other thing has to do with food. Like we can't have a discussion about, you know, moods or anything else without tacking or tackling rather like the topic of nutrition. So straight off the bat, and then we'll, we'll close out for the day and, you know, allow you to regroup and then we'll come back and we'll apply this a different way. It has to do with 
the foods that you're actually eating. So again, we are moving into the holiday season right now, but this has application to any time of year. So if you were to look at the foods that you've eaten over the past 24 hours, think of the color of them. What color are they mostly? I mean, like, be honest. Let me say beige, brown, white, brown, beige. <laughs> okay, all right. So, so that's that. All right. Now I want you to compare that color image to a nice, green vibrant salad and it's got bright like gem colored like sparkly tomatoes in there it's got you know different color bell peppers sliced up inside there maybe it's got avocado on the top maybe it's got radishes in there maybe it's got red onions so it's got you know some vibrant like purple hues in there like which one seems like it's more alive color wise which one's more vibrant and it's like obviously the salad okay so same thing goes when it comes to nourishing your body that one of the ways that you can increase that vibrational frequency is really just quite simply paying attention to the color of the foods that you're eating like I mean this doesn't have to be like you going and counting calories or you know mapping out your carbs or anything like that when you start integrating things that are more life-like, okay, and whether or not it's organic, I don't care. I mean, just start, you know, integrating things which clearly have come from nature rather than things which come from a box, okay? Or when you like, I mean, look at like all the cookies and, and different like appetizer sort of snacks and stuff like that. They tend to all be just straight beige and brown. Okay. Some of it, yes, I agree. Some of it may have some, you know, healthy pieces to it. But when it comes to like nourishing your body and fueling yourself from the inside out like so much you wouldn't even believe like how much impact what you eat has on your mood on your outlook on your overall energy levels okay things that are fresher and healthier tend to lift lift your mood lift your outlook you know, um, even your environment, it, that also actually ties into most people actually make healthier food choices when the environment is clean and organized. I think I talked about this before, that there's a connection there. But it goes back to fundamentally that everything is actually energy. And you've got to be the one to decide, okay, where do I want my energy to be? Do I want to have a very clear and open and vibrant, what we call like an energetic feel, field rather, or do I want people who are around me to feel my low level energy of drama and chaos and complaining and sadness and resentment and guilt and shame, okay? all of that stuff all right it's yours own it it's up to you on whether or not you want to attack it and and move it out of your life and you know put into place those tactics and the strategies on the periphery to set yourself up for success so that you can lift yourself up out of that space and live that happy and vibrant and clear life that you are in desire of attaining right and that totally attracts a completely new group of people people who are overtly positive people who still have like a wealth of shit happening in their life but still have a very sunny and positive disposition to face each and every challenge every single day 
You know, it's like, it's like that Bippy the Clown, like punching bag, you know, the one where the sand is at the bottom of the punching bag and you know, the top, like his face looks like a clown. And when you punch it, it, it knocks over, but then because the sand's at the bottom, it comes back up again. That's honest to God, like what changing, like the energetic frequency of your environment, the stuff that you're listening to, the people that you hang out with and your food actually does for you it makes you that resilient so that it's not like one second you're feeling happy the next second you're feeling angry the next second like it helps you command your emotionality so that as you're moving and you are graduating to different levels personally and professionally you're not all over the place you are consistent You still have feelings, but you're not vacillating between those high highs and those low lows. There's congruence. And then that opens up a whole new channel for you to be making decisions from that peace, that place of peace and power and making the decisions as though you are the person who's already in attainment of your goal. Not waiting until you've achieved the goal to now be making decisions like that person. You have to start making decisions like that person first. So as we're moving into now this holiday season and a lot of people say, you know what, I just want to have peace in my family. I want to have peace in in my heart. I've given you strategies on which to even do that. That's how incredibly powerful that just the practice of energy is when you understand it and how you can actually apply it to your life. Is that not cool shit or what? I know. Well, that's all I got for you this morning, my friends. <laughs> all right. So this is Nicole Evencentis. This is a very like impromptu sort of podcast talking about energy. If you have any questions, if there's anything that we can do to be of service to you, to your team, or to your organization, all right, you're starting anew, you're raising the bar, you're changing culture, you're improving your health and fitness, you're coming out of what was that previous chapter, and and this is like a brand new page, this is a new chapter, a new book, whatever it is, we are 100% a change agency, and we are here to assist you on that pathway. Please contact us directly. Our website is transformationgold.org. If you would please click the link, it's in the top right hand corner, the contact us. Somebody from my team or myself directly, we will recontact you within 24 hours. And thank you for joining us on today's podcast. Let's get out there and carpe our damn diem. We'll talk to you next time. Thank you. Bye bye.